welcome to our series of podcasts focusing on international employment law. I'm Ailey Murray, Senior Counsel in the Employment Team at Trevor Smith, and I'm with Sean Keel, a partner in the team. In these podcasts, we'll be speaking to friends from law firms in a variety of jurisdictions and asking them about the key employment law issues and things to think about when employing staff in their country. For each jurisdiction, we'll be doing three short podcasts, one covering the start of employment, the second covering the end of employment, and the final one covering the other key aspects of employment law for their jurisdictions. We are starting this series in Germany, and we're delighted to be joined today by Thomas Windsor and Tobias Abend from Gleis Lutz. Gleis Lutz is one of Germany's leading independent full-service law firms active on the global stage with a top-tier labour employment practice. Welcome both. Hello, pleasure to be with you. Well, it's lovely to have you with us, um, and thanks, Ailey, for that introduction. Um, so today we're going to be looking at the very start of employment and what to think about when hiring staff in Germany. Uh, so Thomas, Tobias, starting at the very beginning, what are the key things to think about from an employment law perspective when advertising vacancies in Germany? So one thing employers in Germany must be aware of when advertising vacancies is that the, is that the requirements in the job advertisements are free of adverse treatments. Um, the background is the prohibition of discrimination. Job advertisements must therefore not contain indications to so-called protected criteria under the German General Equal Treatment Act. And um, such protected criteria are the race or ethnic background, gender, religion, disability, age, and sexual identity. A reference to um, such protected criteria in job advertisements shall only be made in case those criteria are mandatory for the job. As an example, an employer is searching for a female artist because such a female shall uh, play a role in a, in a film or, or so. Apart from that, um, when employer use indirectly or directly um, such protected criteria in their job advertisements, that might be an indication for discrimination, which may then result in potential damage, damage claims of applicants. Mm. Yeah, and, and from a practical perspective, if I, if I may add, you know, typically um, companies in Germany are aware that they must not, you know, differentiate based on gender, but sometimes the practical problems arise in relation with age. For instance, you know, if you were looking for a young employee or someone from your young ambitious team, this may be interpreted as that you're looking for someone who is younger, which means you're discriminating based on age. So in this area, you need to be careful. Um, in addition to this, let's say more legal aspects, you also have to be aware, uh, have to be aware of, let's say, cultural aspects. And one is obviously language. The German language is not gender neutral. So if you're looking for a lawyer, for instance, this would indicate that you're looking for a male lawyer. And therefore, in Germany, job advertising typically uh, contain an indication that if you're looking for a lawyer, that you're looking for a male and female lawyers. And this is done by, let's say, round brackets and an M for male and a W for weiblich, which means female in Germany, uh, in German. And in addition to that, after 
um, after our constitutional court recognized that from a legal perspective, there might be a third gender in these days, we also see in addition to the indication to male, female um, applicants, also a reference to diverse applicants, which is now quite market standard here in, in, in Germany. That's very interesting. And, um, uh, and certainly the last point you've made is, is definitely not something we have to grapple with in the UK. So, so is a really important point for, for any of our UK clients who are thinking of um, uh, hiring in Germany. Um, moving on from adverts for roles, when you get to the interview stage, is there anything in particular that um, employers should think about in Germany um, uh, when asking questions of job candidates? Yeah, it's it's fairly standard and usual, you know, to have job interviews in um, Germany. So people submit their paperwork um, after they've seen the, the 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 advertising. Then the company determines who fits the profile and then people are invited to, to an interview. The complexity of the process really depends on the position. So the interview for a, let's say, shop assistant, for instance, it's much straightforward than, for instance, for, 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 for a lawyer in a law firm. We, for instance, if we um, invite candidates, you know, they will meet a lot of members of the team they shall be working for in order to get an understanding whether you know they 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 fit the the firm culture whether they fit personally that they get an impression of the team but we will also try to bring them in contact with people from other departments that they just get a sense of of a firm um, as as a general rule um, such interviews are let's say or tend to be more informal but eventually, you, you should not ask any questions that are not related to the requirement of the um, um, particular um, um, job. And, and I believe, Tobias, you, you had some, some examples in this regard. Yeah, um, the, the, the starting point for questions an employer may ask is that there must be a requirement um, for asking for relevant information based on a legitimate and worth protecting interest in the requested information for the employer. And this is generally given um, with regard to questions relating to the future employment relationship, qualifications and skill of the applicant, education, work experience, etc. However, as a, a general rule, questions to the very privacy of the employee are not permitted, such as questions on pregnancy, family status, and in particular, the criteria protected, um, as mentioned before. And one particularity under German law is that in case an employer asks respective questions in an onboarding process, the applicant has the right to lie um, on, on such question, and that may not result in any disadvantage um, to the employee. Gosh, that's very interesting. So that so somebody cannot be... Um disadvantaged for not having told the truth on an application yeah that's, that's correct yeah correct. okay so i think i think that is that is potentially again different from the uk very interesting um so what about you've uh, as an employer you've advertised role you've then um interviewed your job candidate found the person you want um, but you just want to check whether um, 
there are any things you need to be aware of in relation to that candidate. Um, we often see employers in the UK wanting to carry out background checks and employee screening. Is that permitted or usual practice in Germany? Maybe as a general remark, I would say we are very reluctant and often clients from the UK or the US are a bit surprised, you know, how restrictive the rules are in Germany when thinking about background checks and, and, and the like. And again, this may have some, let's say, cultural background because historically, you know, Germans are let's say a bit reluctant to sniff into, let's say the personal life of other people. Um, you see similar um, 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 yeah, similar rules in relation to um, uh, whistle blowing where we were very reluctant to accept it. Um, in, 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 in general, again, the starting point is that you must only do such um, background checks to the extent it is really required to um, check the qualification for the particular job. So it's not about what you want to know, but more about what you need to know about the um, particular candidate. And again, you know, if you're talking about a head of treasury, for instance, in a bank, you know, the, the, the checks you can do are probably broader than if you have just an assistant working in, 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 in a retail, retail shop or, or, or the like. Sometimes there are examples, for instance, if people have access to particularly protected information, if they need certain security clearances, etc., um, then there might be a possibility to do, to do deeper um, background checks, but that's really more the, the, the exception. Thanks for that. And I think that, that sounds kind of it's fairly similar to the UK. It's kind of background checks. Certain background background checks are, are familiar, but certainly if they're required for the role, they're far more far more common. Um, just thinking about the next point in terms of uh, recruiting for competitors, we often see you know people moving from one company to another into a competing business. Does that does that give rise to any specific issues in in Germany? Mm. Again, the starting point, competition for talent is completely acceptable. That's, that's part of, of our um, economy and there's no problem about, uh, as a starting point and as a general statement, there's no problem um, about trying to solicit away employees from a competitor. Nevertheless, such poaching or such solicitation must not result in unfair competition practices. So for instance, you know, there's, if, if you were, you know, to, to hire people away just because you want to hurt your competitor, yeah, if you don't have, let's say, um, in, in, in motivation to hire those people because of your business, but only to, to, to hurt your competitors, that would be un, un, unlawful. Furthermore, you know, it would not be permitted really to, to encourage the, the employee to breach his, her obligation towards her current uh, em, employer. And um, keeping this um, in mind, these statements only relate to the, the actual hiring of an employee. Um, a completely different story would be the protection of business secrets. The, 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 the fact that you're hiring someone from a competitor does not mean that the individual would be permitted to disclose 
um, business secrets of the competitor. But I, I, I guess that's, that's basically something that would apply in almost every uh, mature jurisdiction. But Tobias, you had some some examples in 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 relation to what 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 you know, uh, encouraging people to to breach their obligation towards their current uh, employer could be. Yeah, when when talking about breaching contractual obligations, it's important to know that during an employment in Germany, there is a contractual obligation not to compete with the current employer under statutory law. Um, and this changes once the employment relationship comes to an end. So under the law, there is no post-contractual non-compete obligation. So an individual is generally completely free to engage um, with a competitor. Um, sometimes employers agree with employees on post-contractual non-compete covenants. However, those are restricted under German law, in particular significant compensation is to be paid. Therefore, they are rather rare um, in, in, based on our experience. We typically see such covenants with rather executive employees dealing with sensitive information, quite important for the, for the companies. Thanks for that. Um, actually, Thomas, if I can go back to one of the points you, you mentioned at the beginning there about the, um, uh, the, the kind of the fact that um, businesses shouldn't can't take action if it's going to harm harm a competitor. Is that a standalone? Is that a standalone kind of protection for those companies, or is it is it in connection with a, a potential job applicant having restrictions? And so it's kind of the the new employer shouldn't be encouraging a breach of those restrictions, or is it a completely standalone protection? Um, legally, it's a standalone protection. Yeah developed by case law and and here uh, the important point it's not the effect that the hiring of the employee may have but rather the intention yeah if yeah. you're hiring someone just with the intention to hurt your competitors that would be regarded as unfair competition if you have let's say a legitimate reason to to hire someone and it results the competitor being hurt that that's again all right in practice you know typically the the cases are much more complex you know the the competitor may argue you know you're only doing this because you want to to hurt my business and in addition to that you are encouraging the employee to to breach the covenants he or she is 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 under so Typically, the practical cases are a bit more more complex than let's yeah. say, the specific uh, legal grounds we were describing. So, moving on to um, uh, documenting uh, the contract uh, with the candidate that you found. I mean, Tobias just made a really interesting point about post-termination non-compete provisions being rare in Germany. Um, are there any other points that you think um, our clients from the UK would find unusual or different when trying to document a contract with a German employee? With regard to the written form requirement mentioned by, by Thomas, I think it's worth knowing that there is a written form requirement for um, fixed term contracts. So we differ in, in Germany between fixed term contracts and unlimited contracts. And in addition, um, fixed-term um, contracts um, require an objective ground. Um, such ground may be the replacement of an employee being absent due to maternity 
or parental leave in case no objective ground for a contractual limitation is given a fixed term contract may be concluded for up to a maximum of two years and um, coming back to the written form requirement if this is not complied with the contract is just for an unlimited um, period of time and the same applies if it's agreed for more than 24 months or in case no objective ground is given that's really helpful and um, I think very helpfully uh, talks us through the process of um, hiring an employee in Germany. So um, thank you both for um, helping us in this podcast and uh, we look forward to speaking to you again on um, the next topic in this series, um, which we will be um, releasing alongside this podcast. Thank you. It was our thank pleasure. You.